Hello everyone, welcome back. Today, we have a story that's maybe not for the faint-hearted. Uh, if you get uncomfortable easily, you get grossed out easily, then maybe you should skip forward or back for this story. It's a story about a uh, ambassador who represents a mighty empire who has come to a newly annexed planet and he has an important message to bring to them. Uh, little does he know they also have an important message for him to learn and maybe it's a message that we could all learn from. We are around the campfire and this is where our story begins. No, Ambassador. Those are Fortox pods. The Ambassador looked up blankly from the strange string of pulsating beads. A local traditional practice for delicate people? Or, how do I say, ha, huh, a delicacy of our people? Ah, food, of course, exclaimed the Ambassador and he exhaled a little. He began to slowly feed the string into his mouth with polite gusto. The Zorklians at the table watched in a strained silence as the little man gorged himself on the Fortox string. Might I suggest, began the Zorklian minister, that you begin with a flavor that is perhaps more suitable for the off-world palate. The Galtrax inserts are in season, we, oh, we traditionally serve the Fortox string to the Zulix. The minister paused, with his mouth full of the pulsating pods. The aforementioned Zulix snuffled and lapped against the legs of the diners in search of scraps. He was already halfway through the string, so he had no choice but to keep swallowing. Maintaining composure was one of his many qualifications, but even this intergalactic expert found it difficult as the alien pods slid one by one into the yawning mouth of his otherwise dignified face. You mean... You mean it is traditionally served to the dogs? I thought you said it was a delicacy for your people. The minister clicked a set of mandibles. Zulix are not dogs, Ambassador. They are... Hmm. They are Zulix. Well, they're not people. The minister smiled. They are Zulix, he said again, in neither confirmation nor denial. Yes, said the Ambassador. Well, Minister, I do apologize if I've caused offense. Nonsense. I understand that we have gathered only limited intelligence about your empire, and it can only be expected that we will meet with unexpected moments of communicative failure. It is surely the very foundation of the diplomatic process to meet with such moments with a spirit of beneficence. The ambassador nodded stiffly. Very well spoken, sir. 
Likewise, our own records on your customs are far from exhaustive. Nevertheless, I do apologize. However, he continued, his chin jutting out a barely perceptible unit of space, this does bring us to the topic of my business here. I'm afraid the circumstances of my arrival are quite urgent, and out of respect for my duties and for the Empire, I must insist that we discuss the matter as soon as possible. The ambassador nodded his long, wavy head once, and let forth a wet shriek from a clump of fluttering gills. To the minister, he said, I am merely signaling the end of our feast. Those leaving now will not be party to our conversation. Those who stay are my trusted advisors, and will also hear what you have to say. And please allow the Zuliks to remain. They cannot understand speech. The minister nodded, his face now an austere mask of bureaucratic confidence. The great S-shaped dining table was slowly cleared and then began to move, slithering organically into itself until it had formed a perfect circle. They sat in silence, and after a moment, the ambassador spoke. Thank you. And thank you, minister. Here he held a handkerchief to his mouth and uttered a shrill, sloppy burp. The minister's name had been included in his briefing, and he had practiced it all last night in the bathroom mirror. As soon as he finished saying the name, the Zorklians around the table all stood and chittered and moaned like the chorus of the damned. Then they stopped as suddenly as they'd begun. And while the ambassador waited for some explanation, none came. He glanced desperately at the minister, who also said nothing. Ah, <clears throat> yes. Thank you, uh, Minister, for your hospitality and warm welcome, as well as this charming introduction to your local customs, with which I am so unfamiliar. Here he stood from his chair, standing eye to eye with the seated Zorklians. That being said, I come with grave news. I trust you are familiar with the clauses of the 3025 Imperial Assimilation Agreement that your leaders have signed? The minister nodded slowly, saying, Of course, of course. Well then, the ambassador went on, taking an official tone, you must surely be aware that your empath receptors are in direct and significant violation of certain clauses and subclauses, including, but not limited to, 1.922.2111 through to clause 2.000.058a concerning acts of informational warfare and illicit intelligence gathering. It gives me no pleasure at all to recite to you the following missive that comes directly from the Special Representative of the Assistant Galactic High Imperator for Pre-Infrared Radiation Regulation himself. He paused for a moment to catch his breath. Then his eyes went soft focus, and he recited the missive from memory. Representative of the nations of the Zorklian people, you are hereby charged with the violation of a sacred and notarized imperial treaty, clauses to be specified by the representative reciting this missive. You are reminded that the Empire controls forces factors of thousands beyond your reckoning. Furthermore, in the interest of maintaining order in the vast reaches of imperial space, 
the emperor cannot stand for any degree of insubordinance. You are now subject to two impositions. He paused again, inhaling deeply. Imposition the first. You will be subject to severe sanctions that will be specified by the representative reciting this missive. Imposition the second. You will immediately cease any actions and activities involved directly or otherwise in the violation of the relevant sacred and notarized imperial treaty. If by any interpretation of your activities you fail to satisfy these conditions within six relative Earth months, all rights and protections granted to your nation under the treaty will be rescinded, and the Empire will be within its rights to begin another deep inhale. The destruction and harvesting of your planet and the annihilation and or enslavement of all life forms associated with your planet. You are currently being monitored closely. Long live the undying emperor. As dictated by Articus Lily Kilgorson, special representative of the Assistant Galactic High Imperator for Pre-Infrared Radiation Regulation. The room was silent, but for the sloshing of the Zulix under the table. One lapped something wet against the ambassador's leg, and he leapt back in shock, knocking his chair to the ground. I have made the specific clauses and sanctions available to your people. After another long silence, a Zorklian sitting on the far side of the table, a female the minister could see from the swollen pistol on her neck, flexed a limb and plucked at the taut fibers that joined it to her body, making a series of differently pitched, fleshy twangs. The ambassador stared, in urgent search of some hint of comprehensibility. When the strange performance was over, the minister finally spoke. There was no noticeable change in his tone or mannerisms. I believe we have once again arrived at a cultural misunderstanding. We have received your message and can peruse the relevant documents in detail. In answer to your demands, I would like to invite you to feast with us further, in the hopes that you will reach a higher understanding of our situation. The ambassador bowed his head. His lips were tight as he replied, I am afraid that there is only one answer to the demands, which is to do as instructed, feasting cannot change that inescapable fact. Even so, let us feast! The minister stamped a foot, and the table changed again, shuddering into a long rectangle with shelves for more inscrutable foods to be piled two or three dishes high in each place. As these preparations were being made, the minister was speaking. I believe that my people's values are very different to yours. For us, telepathy is a fundamental means of communication that is prior to all other modes. It allows us to experiment, to express ourselves in ways unique to each individual, and lays the foundation for a vast variety of pathways to interaction and relationship with all beings, based in an inherent mutual understanding. Do you understand? The ambassador nodded and nervously tapped his temple to up the telepathic jammers that were implanted there. Mutual understanding is the basis of all relation, even for a master and a slave. An interesting philosophy. When you were briefed on our customs, were you informed that it is mating season in this hemisphere? 
The ambassador blanched. Yes. Yes, I was. I did not think it would be relevant. The minister chittered. Ah, but I see you were not briefed on our mating customs. He was holding a pulsing string of Fortox pods above his head, and the ambassador noticed a long Zulix tendril, or tongue, slowly slithering up the minister's body towards it. Oh, said the ambassador nervously, uh, please do not let concern for my comfort restrain you in any way. I have visited many planets with varieties of mating customs, some so strange that they would make you- Oh my god! Azulik had surged up from under the table and mounted the front end of the minister. The two creatures shivered and jerked, sprawling on the ground away from the table, shrieking and gargling and rolling across the open-air conference room. The female who had strummed her fibers earlier screamed and scuttled up onto the table and over to where the minister and his Zulik were squelching up against each other. She shifted to one side of them, then the other with some sense of urgency, screaming frequently and raising and lowering her tentacles about them, but never touching. The ambassador stared, open-mouthed, and then when the female pulled off the Zulik from the minister and thrust it onto her pistol, he threw up. About the table, more and more of the advisors were being taken by the squealing Zulix from under the table, until the ambassador was alone, in a writhing, screeching, sloshing, alien orgy. It is glorious, said the minister, who had crawled back to the table and sat down again next to the ambassador. This is the magic of our planet, ambassador. We have a range of pollinator species that enable our species to reproduce. Symbiosis. Universal love. Our world depends on a delicate ecosystem to survive, and we all depend on that ecosystem to achieve this. This ecstasy. Mutuality. This is what we offer your empire. This is what we are trying to share with the universe. Our telepathic explorations are not a threat, but an opportunity to reshape the Empire into a paradise. I implore you, Ambassador, turn down your telepathy jammers. The air around us is charged with the most perfect oblivion, true oneness like no other species has known. Slowly, shaking and pale, the ambassador raised his hand to his temple. The minister nodded slowly, every preceptory organ in its face fixed on the ambassador. The ambassador tapped his temple once, and the blue light of his implant dimmed. He tapped it again. It dimmed again. His eyes opened wide, he gasped and tapped his forehead a third time. The light went out. The Galactic High Imperator for Pre-Infrared Radiation Regulation sipped ancient scotch and gazed through the porthole at the vast galaxy of lights that was his jurisdiction. Where once he had seen a universe of potential, he now saw only terabytes of acronyms he had memorized over an, an unnatural lifetime of clerical work at the highest level. 
O Galactic High Imperator, there is a transition for your attention, my lord. Priority nine. He swallowed his scotch and indulged in the pleasant burn in the back of his throat and the warmth in his belly. After a moment, from whom? His lordship, Articus Lily Kilgorson, special ra- Just say the S-R-A-G- The S-R-A-G- Just say the acronym, Bennett. Yes, my lord. It's from the S-R-A-G-H-I-P-I-R-R-R, my lord. Priority nine, you said? Yes, my lord. All right, send it through. The words blinked into existence on his terminal. To his lordship, the Galactic High Imperator for Pre-Infrared Radiation Regulation. I beg your forgiveness for the irregularity of this communication, but a matter has been brought to my attention concerning case 422-6A in Sector Gorgas. What case is he talking about, Bennett? Trouble with a recent acquisition, my lord. Zorklian telepaths intercepting privileged data, sir. So far, they haven't met the conditions, and it's only one month till boom time, my lord. Please don't call it that, Bennett. Call it harvesting. Yes, my lord. He kept reading. Concerning Case 422-6A in Sector Gorgas. I acknowledge the unconventional nature of my request, and I submit myself to any reprobation that you may deem appropriate. However... I believe it is my duty to inform you of the following. My subordinates have raised this issue through the chain of command, and I believe the culture of these Zorklians is nothing less than invaluable for the future of the Empire. The nature of the asset is rather difficult to explain by transmission, but I advise with all the weight of my position that you make the voyage out to the Gorgas sector and take part in the peace talks that myself and my subordinates have already been deeply engaged in throughout these past months. I have no doubt that upon your arrival and interaction with the asset, you will understand the urgency with which I write to you now. In the meantime, I formally request a temporary suspension of the harvesting of Gorgas 422-6A, for my insolence may I be flayed and ejected to implode in the vacuum of space. Long live the undying emperor, your ever faithful servant, Articus Lily Kilgorson, Special Representative of the Assistant Galactic High Imperator for Pre-Infrared Radiation Regulation. What do you think, Bennett? muttered the Galactic High Imperator. Mm, The S-R-A-G-H-I-P-I-R-R-R has never sent a message like this before, my lord. It bears considering. Mm, Yes. Hold off on the harvest and prime my shuttle for Gorgas. If this Zorklian asset is as he says... I will have to bring the Emperor in on this. I'm sure he'll be curious to see it for himself. Planet Earth is a huge, wild, unpredictable place. So I have no doubt that... uh, other planets will be exponentially more strange and unpredictable. That doesn't mean that it won't be gross. <laughs> uh, thanks very much for joining, for joining us uh, for this one. Um, I had a lot of fun writing it, a lot of fun reading it, and uh, I hope you had a lot of fun listening. 
Um, I've been Gwen Glasser. If you have any uh, feedback or if you'd like to see any differences, maybe you want to, uh, maybe you want more alien orgies. Maybe you want uh, the history of this empire or you want to understand what these creatures actually look like. Just send me an email and please send campfires at gmail.com, which is an AI generated email address. Or shoot us a message on our Instagram page and we can explore that together. Hopefully not in too much detail. Um, once again, thanks very much for joining us and I look forward to seeing you next time around the campfire.